Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. This episode is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. They have you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. So head on over to BetOnline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's right. You'll get a 50% bonus on your first deposit. That's BetOnline.ag. Hey, what's up? And welcome to the Hashtag Lakers podcast presented by the Believe Podcast Network and betonline.ag. I'm Yo Legazzo. I'm joined by my brother, John Webb Legazzo. And we also have Joseph Constantino with us today. So, guys, <laughs> dude, how do you guys feel about our new team, man? It's a completely new team aside from like four players. Yeah, the Lakers, Palenka, have had a busy week busy week and a half now i think right um initial thoughts my gosh we are old but that's okay that means i at least i relate a little bit better because i think our average age for our team is like 31 or 32 <laughs> if you do the math right i don't know why are you aging um, us I, i'm sorry don't don't do the math anybody listening to this but yeah we uh we feel closer to their age group i guess um aside from that I, I feel good i feel good man it, it does remind me a little bit of our veteran attempt to the team with you know car malone um gary payton way back in the day i think it was like oh three or oh four so i'm kind of getting oh three or four vibes um kind of you know you got a good all-star set here i mean at, at least the the um the talent is is the the older generation you know you got lebron obviously with um Dwight coming back Marcus Gasol still in there um and then Carmelo man I love that LeBron's teamed up with Carmelo now so initially I think I feel pretty good I, I don't know if there's any initial worries for me maybe a little bit of um pride that needs to be overcome by a few of the players uh just because of play style some people are going to need to adapt we talked about it a few times earlier in other podcasts that you know, Russell Westbrook's used to playing one style or uh, uh, the style that he's been playing to be mm-hmm. the triple-double king. And so that's that's really my only thing. But the overall, uh, yeah, the alpha, <laughs> the alpha play style, right? The Westbrook um, pad <laughs> statting. Yeah. <laughs> but essentially for me, I, I feel good, man. I'm excited. I, I'm, I feel pretty positive about the, the op- opportunity we have to mesh. And more so opportunity to to build up the young guys um none and 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 tht man that's that's gonna look so good for us yeah we blew this team up and we're coming into another year with a lot of turnover but we knew that after that first round exit with the Suns, we knew that rob at that moment and every moment since has been working the phones the emails rain dancing you name it uh to get us where we stand this uh this Friday, right? And the crazy thing is 
Lord Palinka isn't done. And it's it's kind of crazy. Um, with the team that we have now, I had a feeling Dwight Howard would be back. The man loves LA, and it's a city of great significance for him. It was here where he redeemed himself, uh, where Superman became a champion. Still no parade, guys. Still no parade, by the way. He wants it. Right. He wants it he so w- bad. We all want it. We all yeah. want it. Yeah, we want another uh, one. You know, but this, but this coming year, despite age, like you said, Joe, uh, he'll be teaming up with with willpower and driven in the flesh. Right? You got Russell Westbrook and Carmelo Anthony, and they are hungry, hungry, hungry for a championship um, to solidify their legacy. They're going to have to bring number 18 to the purple and gold. They have to. They have to. I think this is the opportune moment where uh, sort of all the stars have aligned, literally. <laughs> and um, and uh, just imagine if all of these guys were on in their prime, right? Russell Westbrook. Obviously, I think he's still kind of in there, his prime. Uh, LeBron, AD, Carmelo. Uh, even Dwight Howard, even Marcus Gasol, just imagine all of them in their prime on one team. That's insane. Um, yeah. Obviously, it's not it's not the case here now, but uh, I think that this is going to work. I think this is a, a good opportunity for the Lakers to uh, try and get that number eighteen um, as we uh, as we kind of take a look at our roster and compare it. Uh, with the with the rest of the the league, the league has gotten competitive, and I want to talk about that later. But let let's talk about like sort of, you know, how how this this team fits right. How does this team fit together? Um, with obviously we got Russ Braun, who's very uh, ball uh, dominant, um, and then uh, you know people are talking about spacing issues and all of that. Um, you know, so how how does how does this fit right? Uh, for me, I think um, it's going to be interesting to watch how how this unfolds throughout the season because you have Braun, you have Russ, uh, AD, um, and to a certain extent, THT, um, depending on the, the, the matchup, but, you, you know, really just the, that big three, Russ, Braun, and AD, who can punish teams in the paint. Uh, Dwight Howard can do it also and to a certain extent. Uh, but I think he's going to be more of a lob threat. But um, but right, like 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 Braun, Russ, AD, they they can penetrate to the rim, and the defense are going to collapse. The defense is, is going to collapse because they have to they have to double, they have to triple, um, they can't allow an easy bucket, um, and they're going to leave a lot of shooters open. It's going to leave a lot of shooters open. And what did Lord Palinka, John Webb? What did Lord Palinka do? Uh, after after we acquired Russell Westbrook, Malik Grab some Monk shooters, bro. Dude, Malik Monk, forty percent. Kent Bazemore, forty percent. Carmelo yes. Anthony, forty yes. percent. Wayne Ellington, forty two percent. Marcus obviously he 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 decided to stay again uh, and not retire. Forty one percent last season, uh, and then. Kendrick Nunn, 38%. Trevor Ariza, 36%. Dude, those are all above average three-point shooters, above above league average three-point shooters, all of them. They're all elite three-point specialists. Um, and they all have different uh, play styles also. I mean, you think about Malik Monk. Dude, that guy is so athletic. He can penetrate to the rim just like Russ and, and, and dunk it, man. 
Um, I just, I think this was a perfect, perfect job with, with Rob Polinka and constructing the, the roster around, uh, around the, the strengths and weaknesses of, of, of LeBron and, 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 and Russell Westbrook. Yeah. What excites me the most about this free agency, believe it or not. And you guys know, I've been talking with the other co-hosts about this are not the all-stars, but the young guns who joined us, uh, first off, right. You were talking about it, right. Uh, Malik Monk, but before that, THT, right? Congrats to THT with the long term long term contract with us. Uh, then getting Malik Monk and Kendrick Nunn. How underrated are those pickups, guys? I know there's a lingering questions about you know their off court behavior, right? Nunn dismissed by by the University of Illinois, uh, and one of the biggest reasons he was undrafted. And then Monk being suspended by the NBA for violating its anti-drug policy. I feel another another theme, right? Another redeem team coming up uh, this season. But I'm going to go ahead and say it. Malik Monk is my type of player. Kentucky product ran into some trouble, like I said, in 2020. Um, but he's made massive leaps in his three-point shooting. Uh, going from 32% outside to hitting 40% from three, you know, that's big, and he's going to be that threat for us, especially when defenders are going to lose sight of him when they focus on the new big three, like you were talking about. So I want to kind of get into this a little bit, but the the space from his defenders, it, he's going to have um, more space, or I guess you could call it like the quality of shot, right? The quality of shots he's going to get is going to be, um, you know, maybe in at with the Hornets, he was getting like grade C, grade D type of shots. But of how open he's going to be, those are going to be like grade B, grade A shots where he's going to have so much more space to operate. And people forget this, but Malik Monk isn't just a catch and shoot type of guy. He can dribble. He could explode. Um, he has the ability to create for himself if needed. And that's something we lacked with KCP and Wes Matthews. And in some forms, like Caruso, the downside, obviously, right, when I talk about those guys, is defense. Um, but for what we're paying for Malik Monk, it's a win. I could see him starting. I could see him coming off the bench unit with the young guns. Um, and with his athleticism, he's going to be very serviceable on the offensive and defensive end. Yeah, these are these are massive points, John Webb. I want to highlight a few things that you mentioned as far as for the off-court behavior, when you think about some of these young bloods kind of, you know, getting in early trouble, trying to get back on track, being in a team like this, I think is perfect, right? You got Dudley, who's the veteran key in the locker room who could build just the atmosphere and 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 kind of help develop that 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 mentality for these kids to to develop. Hey, let's think about your life, think about the track that you're on now. You literally have probably one of the best chance you're going to have to shine in the NBA to get a championship, right? Um, and then you have Carmelo Anthony that's just going to even add more to that drive. And so what I'm trying to point out is that this mentality that this locker room is now going to have compared to maybe other atmospheres that these players have had. That's that's the one point I wanted to make because I, I love that you pointed that out because that's going to be important for us. The moment they start getting into a little bit of trouble – start getting away from that Mamba mentality, it, it might not drive them as much. It's going to be more focused offensively where they know their talent is at rather than developing the defensive end. Because I, I don't think we have any problems at this point 
offensively, aside from meshing and, and trying to get more play time together, understanding, you know, the, the rotations and whatnot. Defensively, that's, that's really where I start having a little bit of issues, but um, kind of to take a step back, we do have people like Dwight Howard. Um, we do have uh, Trevor Ariza as well. I remember him in the Lakers being someone that just locks people down. That's a great example for some right. of these young bloods to really look up to and follow their example. And honestly, Russell Westbrook, that's, that's a hustle player. You will never have any lack of drive or hustle from him from both the offensive and defensive end, right? There's a reason why he's getting double-digit rebounds almost every game. Um, and so I, I think for us, the, the concern for me is as, as well as you is, is defensively for just the young players. I think offensively, we, we really got to get some play time in there to try and figure out what our rotations will be like, kind of like what Yoa was trying to point out earlier. Like how, how is, I mean, we have our quote unquote big three with AD, LeBron and Westbrook. Where's Gasol going to fit in there? Where's Carmelo? Where's Dwight? How, how are we going to figure those rotations out? Is, is THT going to be the sixth man? Or is it going to be starting at some point for us, right? And so um, I think that's, we'll figure that out during the off season. But defensively, I, I really would love to see some of these young bloods to start stepping up to to play more defensively and have, have a better focus point on that on their growth. Yeah, man. Look, I'm, I'm super stoked. Like October, what is it? Third is a Sunday. It's preseason, first preseason game against, I believe against it's the, mm -hmm. the Nets mm -hmm. or the Suns. One of those. Anyway. I'm excited, dude. I, I'm I'm completely stoked and, and can't wait for that to see how these, you know, the, how they all mesh together and how they play together. Um, one, I want to see what the Frank Vogel starting lineup is going to be. Um, is Anthony Davis going to start the five? Is it Gasol? Is it Dwight? Uh, who knows? Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, I think I think we're going to have plenty of time throughout the summer. We're going to have we're going to start uh, this uh, uh, players previews. Play, player preview series uh, in the on the pod, um, and it's going to hit a couple weeks here, uh, where um, you know just throughout the summer leading up to to October, that first game, uh, will break down how each um, you know how each player performed in their last team and how they sort of fit specifically in this Lakers uh, squad um, and the team. So uh, that so watch out for that. That'll that'll be uh, perfect. We're gonna try to get some guests on who had covered their the that player specific. Like for example, if Malik Monk, then we'll get someone from uh, uh, who was covering the Hornets to 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 come on and 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 show us a little bit about who who uh, who Malik Monk is. But um, before we we get to the break, right, the next break here, I wanted to talk a little bit about the guys that uh, we had to let go. We traded away, right? We we already talked about Kuz, we already talked about KCP and Trez, uh, but we traded someone, or we didn't trade someone, but we just sort of let him go, um, to to expand, to to let him, um, expand his wing and 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 whatever. But it's Alex Caruso, man. Um, Caruso, I'm gonna miss that dude. I'm I'm here in Chicago, so I I'll I'm gonna go to watch some games. With Zoe and and Caruso lighting it up again Wear with the Rosen, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go watch him, but I'm gonna miss him. I'm gonna miss seeing him in purple and gold. It's it's a sad thing, man. Like I I love I, I don't know if when you get to listen to this, who are, are all of our listeners, make sure you take some time to reflect on 
Um, Caruso's post just today saying kind of goodbye to the Lakers family. Um, it, it, it made me feel like how much this family really meant to him, the, his fan base just from the Lakers side and how he's developed. I, I love it. I mean, what he, he Vogel it was called him his, his X factor, right? For a little bit there, we, we really had no clues. Like who is Caruso? Like, what is this headband thing that he's doing? Like, is this a thing? Like, Oh, okay. It's developing into something much bigger. This guy's contributing a ton. He's shooting, he's dunking defensively. His net rating is way up. So I, I'm going to miss the dude too, man. It's, it's going to be a blasting him grow in the league, but it's going to be sad having to play against him. Yeah, man. It's a mistake. It was a mistake, guys. <laughs> yeah. I'm, it's a mistake to let him go. Pay the uh, tax. <laughs> yeah. If anything, I think this is what's going to hurt us. I mean, Alex Caruso, this, you know, just being a fan favorite, you know, he was a player favorite. Um, and he's been absolutely critical the last two years his hustle, his persona, his ability to score. Um, but really, his defense. <laughs> that's that's something we're gonna miss um but yeah i mean we could talk more about this but the dude really wanted to come back he even uh you know reportedly right he asked for less money so man love that dude we let him walk let him walk we didn't want to pay the tax the bald seven, eagle seven <laughs> pay million. the tax Seven million was our, our was reportedly the, the the highest they can go. Everything everything above that was quote unquote cost prohibitive, too cost prohibitive. But I mean, get out of here. He's worth it. He's worth 100%. he's worth the thirty thousand or thirty million tax. Okay, definitely. <laughs> but uh, um, who else did we lose? Oh well, you know Andre Drummond. We got we lost uh, Ben McLemore signed somewhere else. Um, Trying to think who else. Uh, uh, Markeith Morris signed with Miami. Um, so that's another player, man. Yeah, Keith, bro. <laughs> Keith. 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 Dude, he he kind of underperformed a little bit this year, but yeah. that's that's the type of dude that we'll need, you know, come playoff time. Yeah, you need that uh, that kind of dog, you know, that that person that sort of enforces. He's the enforcer, man. Yeah. He's the who's, enforcer. who's the dog here? Russell, obviously. Russell's like a Russell boy. dude. He's, <laughs> he's a pretty big dog, bro. Dude, he's a big alpha dog, man. <laughs> yeah, but I I kind of want to talk a little bit about Kendrick Nunn too, dude. Uh, dude was heavily recruited by THT, very close to THT in Illinois, um, and we saw a few videos right on social media with both THT and Nunn uh, working on their jump shots with Lethal Shooter. So I'm I'm excited. Uh, Nunn's a real three-level scorer. We saw that with our series with Miami. Um, he also got like some rookie of the year votes, right? If I if I understand, yeah, he's going to be big. He's going to be big. Maybe our new X factor. We'll see. It's definitely a good train of thought because we got to keep an eye on him. And the I haven't seen him really in the spotlight for quite some quite some time, but I think it's it's going to be exciting being the Lakers spotlight for him. Um, but yeah, I, I agree. I think we, we just got to keep an eye on his development there. He's got a, a ton of potential. He's already got a ton of talent that he's shown. Obviously, he was put into the team for a reason. We're looking for that specific talent and kind of set that he offers. Um, but I'm definitely mm -hmm. ready to see him develop. Guys, and this might be too early, but this might be too early. But what's your starting lineup so far? Dude, I don't, I don't know. Like for me, for me. I would like to have Anthony Davis at the five, obviously. 
and then LeBron James at the four. Um, I'm trying to think who I'm who I really want or what LeBron wants. He probably wants Carmelo. <laughs> he probably wants Carmelo there at the at, at there, but Carmelo's been playing for, at the four for a while now. Um, so maybe like a like a like a, a Camp Bazemore, Trevor Ariza, maybe Camp Bazemore. Um, then I have Malik Monk at the two because um, I want to save THT for the um, you know for for our bench unit. He's sort of our point guard kind of the non THT duo. Yep. Oh my gosh, dude. And then obviously Russell Westbrook at point guard for for that certain lineup. So that's that's just me, you know. That's a that's a hard question, John Webb. But I wrote it down. So I got AD, L, uh, AD, LeBron, Russ. I, I'm not gonna hesitate putting THT in starting five, man. I'm putting him in there. Dude, I know. That's big, <laughs> bro. Want, he's it, big. I, I just feel like he proved himself so well last season, including the playoffs. Um, he's got the clutch factor that I feel like we'll we'll need for that starting five. Um, and coupled with Russ, I I feel like this kid is just gonna learn a ton. He's been, as John Webb mentioned in the previous pod, he's, he's been a sponge, man. And I think he will learn a ton being a starting five. And, and even not just for this season, but Lakers legacy. Obviously, this guy's going to be with us for a few years. And so I think him as a starting five can only just benefit us more. And then I have Ariza there. Um, it's a good one. in the number four, yeah. I think good good defensiveness for us to kind of cover a little bit of the other side of the court. Yeah, man, I, I agree with Joe. I have THT starting. Um, and I need, it's, I need him over there at the second unit. Yeah, he can still do that. He's young. He could play both, but, but listen, listen, THT at this point is Kawhi Leonard when he was with the Spurs, you know, and you have the big three there. That's, that's what I'm seeing. Remember when, when Kawhi was just hot take, <laughs> yeah, Kawhi was just coming up in the world and he had Timmy. He Dude, I like it though. Ginobili, I like it. And he had Parker. <laughs> right? It's the same feels, man. I like Russ, it. Russ LeBron, like AD, THT. Watch. Man, this is I'm going to say if say we it. make the finals, THT is going to be finals MVP. Look. Look, Ooh. THT is going to be better than Kawhi at the end of everything. Hey, Hot at least take. Per, <laughs> at least personality-wise, I think THT will be better than Kawhi. We'll actually hear him laugh. <laughs> Joe. <laughs> um yeah but realistically though starting five frank vogel is gonna go with russell westbrook i was Monique. realistic i no, was realistic this is, this is realistic though this is frank vogel realistic russell westbrook maybe malik monk or kent Bazemore, lebron james anthony davis and marcus all that's what he's gonna do uh that already sounds annoying but i think you're <laughs> gonna be you're probably because you need a little bit of defense there. Marcus Saul, defense. I mean, you can put Dwight Howard there, but Dwight Howard, uh, you need the energy coming off the bench. So anyway, we can talk about this all off season long, man. We got a long time, but um, yeah, let's go ahead and uh, take our first break um, here. And uh, I guess our last break here, and then um, we'll come back. We'll talk about, we'll kind of scan through the rest of the NBA, how it's kind of changed and talk about that compared to the, the Lakers. So guys, stay tuned and we'll talk to you guys soon.
Welcome back to the Hashtag Lakers Podcast. I'm here with Joseph and John Webb. Um, and we're going to go take a look around the NBA and the rest of the NBA and how their free agency has turned out. I know we're going to miss a few here and there, but some of the big ones that uh, come out that uh, sort of happened, um, the deals that were made, we have Lowry to Miami. That was a big move, along with P.J. Tucker, who uh, uh, opted to go there instead. Uh, that sent uh, Goran Dragic to Toronto. Uh, we have Lonzo and DeRozan going to Chicago. Obviously, Caruso's going there as well. Dinwiddie, obviously, with Kuz and Trez um, and KCP are all going to be in Washington. We got Andre Iguodala, who chose to go to the Warriors. Uh, Chris Paul and Cam Johnson staying with the Suns. Uh, they believe they added uh, JaVale McGee uh, to their squad, so they're going to get a little bit bigger there. Uh, Dennis Schroeder might be headed to Boston. There's some talks right now as of today, August 6th, um, um, 6.41 p.m. Pacific time. <laughs> uh, no word on that. And then we have George Hill going back to Milwaukee. Um I may have, may or may not have missed. Obviously, I, I probably missed a ton of people, but uh, yeah, the, the the NBA is changing. Uh, oh yeah, Kawhi is staying, Reggie Jackson staying with the Clippers, right? But I want to uh, kind of uh, take a look at how the Lakers uh, roster, very high level. This is obviously going to be a high level discussion. How they compare to the rest of the NBA, the rest of the teams that kind of upgraded or maybe downgraded, um, depending on your view. Um, yeah, so so let, let's 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 have a discussion on that. Yeah. So the first thing that really does is exciting for me um, is Andre Iguodala to the Warriors. I feel like the Warriors are going to be a threat. Obviously, would I'm pretty sure Clay's coming back, right? I feel like he's good. There's nothing else that I've heard that he's not returning. I hope. I hope he's good. I hope so. Yeah, yeah. me too. I hope he's not injured anymore and, and recovers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I miss seeing the guy play. There was a, a video that came out on House of Highlights today. I think Sports Center posted it as well. Some some dude saw him at a, like a fast food restaurant and like gave like a motivational little blip on on Instagram or or, or some sort of streaming thing whatever but i just thought i was like oh man i haven't seen clay in ages in the in the nba and then andrea godala being back to the warriors i think they're going to be a pretty decent threat to us um and as far as for their lineup obviously you have curry who just re-signed with them one of the biggest contracts and that's right uh, yeah, and so you, you you can't forget those ones, right? Just because I mean we're we're talking about the free agency, who's going to who, but there's some reassignings there that are pretty big, and so that's why I think in this list, Andre Iguodala being back to the Warriors and bringing back that, um, I I think for me he's a very uh, humble player, and at the same time he he's not as scared to step up to be the bully as part of the team. He's got the body for it. He plays well down low, whether it's a four or the five for me. Um, I think where he shines the most and even defensively, I mean, you obviously have the threats outside for the Warriors, but once, when they need offensive rebounds and pop it back out, he, he's there for them. Um, so that, that's probably one I would highlight. And I mean, today, I think I read that Kevin Durant also re-signed with the Nets for four years. Um, so that's, that's pretty big there. They're not going anywhere anytime soon. Um, the Nets, I mean, but 
yeah, I, I, I love the Iguodala move here to the Warriors. That's that's probably the biggest thing for me. I agree. I think the Warriors are underrated. It was a surprise to let Pascal go uh, for me, but they got Wiseman second year, and usually second-year guys, that's when you see the major leap uh, here. And Clay coming back, you know, Iggy back, Wiggins getting comfortable. I think that's a big move. Um, but for me, the best the best part of, uh, of this is coming from the East. Miami is retooling again. Like us, they were injured all throughout the year last year. Um, it's going to be big. Pat Riley is like an assassin with some of these free agency moves. Additions of Lowry is big. Keefe, right? They signed Keefe away from us. You That's got, right. You got Oladipo, um, Tucker. But what I really like, and I don't know if you guys have been watching the Summer League games, but they're seven-footer, man. They're Omer, yeah, Omer, you're seven, right from Georgetown, dude. That dude is a is crazy good, very very solid. Um, you know, a European big, right? Like all European right. bigs could stroke from from the three. Um, solid footwork. Where did they find this dude? Dude reminds me. Dude reminds me of Robin, or not, not Robin. Um, um, dude, what's the guy's name? Brooke, Brooke Lopez, man from the Bucks. But better. I think he's better. I <laughs> think he's I said, better. <laughs> but better and younger. Obviously, Brook Lopez worked on his three pointer. Yeah, I worked up to it. Uh, this guy, Yurtsevin, he's 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 solid, dude. He crushed our guys, our summer league guys, when we when we play uh, against him this Monday. Was it Monday or Tuesday? But uh, he crushed. He's our crushing guys, everyone. Yeah, he's dude. crushing he everyone. He averaged I mean... twenty six points. Jeez. Yeah, dude. Dude is gonna be gonna be big for the heat if he ends up making that roster which i don't see why he wouldn't um you know he it would be a solid floor spacer for for bam to have him there oh yeah for sure i mean i mean i think miami's gonna be big i think um in terms of uh um obviously this is you never want to do this but in terms of sort of you know rankings in the east i would put the nets and the and and the heat sort of one and two um changing depending on uh on on the matchup i don't know no love but for the, the bucks the the bucks are going to be third <laughs> dude the look they i i love i love the bucks right cuz i went to i went to law school in milwaukee um, but they don't have like if if everybody's healthy, everything everything is in in a vacuum, right? Everybody is healthy. Come on, you have super teams over what the Bucks have, <laughs> right? You have super teams. You have Lowry, Bam, and 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 um, Jimmy over there in Miami. Then you have Jimmy B. You know, the the big three over there in in in, in, in Brooklyn um, with KD uh Kyrie and and um and and Harden so dude uh I don't know so those those are sort of the big three obviously in in the western conference it's a little bit more stacked it's a little bit more difficult um once you get to like um yeah dude I don't know one through eight's always just a toss up who <laughs> uh depends on they're all top teams huh dude they're all top teams they're all top teams um but obviously, this I, I I'm not being biased. I'm just being real. <laughs> I, I was at the the Lakers are number one in the West. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know how you guys feel about this, but 
I think it might take a little bit of time for Lonzo, DeRozan, and Caruso. I'm making Caruso top of that big three. Well, they have a big four, dude. They have a big four. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think they might take a little bit of time to mash. I, I know I think it's a big move and, and wonderful opportunity for both Lonzo and Car- Caruso over there. Um, and uh, I, I think right now they're probably – and. People are probably going to hate me for this, at least for the Lonzo fans and Caruso Already fans. Already hating, dude. Already hating. This this might be a, a, a little bit of a overrated kind of spotlight moment for this this team right now. Um, I I think they might have a hard time getting started, uh, and so really that's probably the yeah. I, I I just have a feeling that I mean I think Caruso and Lonzo might mesh a little bit better than Lonzo and DeRozan for me. Um, or I, maybe, maybe you, for, you forgot it. You're forgetting about Zach Levine, dude. Well, yeah, Lev- yeah. I mean, he he's been there. I'm talking about the three new people that at least I'm oh, kind sure, of sure, eyeing sure. that are, oh, are coming into. Yeah, for sure. Right, and so and there's there's multiple reasons. One, I think there's um, for me just the play style. Caruso, I think, is very hungry, very driven. A little bit more. I don't want to compare it to Westbrook, but kind of that play style where you know what, I'm going to dunk this ball. Dude, he's the best player in the team. <laughs> there you go. Hot take. <laughs> unbiased, um, unbiased. <laughs> Lonzo, he's become a little bit more of a playmaker, right? Kind of a baby LeBron. Don't quote me on that, but someone willing to pass, someone willing to give up a shot, someone willing to set up the offense. I'm not saying Caruso is not like that, um, but he's used to a, a, a LeBron play style. So there's going to be some adjustments there. I, I love the move by the Bulls, but I think it's a little bit of a... Um, overrated trade in in my opinion i don't know man like like think about this think about their starting lineup being lonzo ball sack levine demar derozan if they get laurie markannon back and then they got bucevich that's a stacked starting lineup guys that's a solid starting lineup and then you got patrick williams kobe white alex caruso coming off the bench that's, Man, I can't believe you, you said stacked, Alex bro. Caruso at the end, dude. He should be at <laughs> the top of the list. Alex Caruso, Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan. <laughs> or maybe you can you can switch those. Um, Lonzo. <laughs> and, 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 and then and then Mark it in, and then you can go off with their with their bench. But I, that's how you I honestly think the Bulls are <laughs> are top three in the East right dude, now. All, dude, all I know is that everyone here in Chicago they're they're hyped. They're excited, dude. They're excited about this new team. Yeah, I can see that. I I totally agree. I think there's some new energy there, right? I I love what this is going to bring to the Chicago atmosphere, and it's it's been a little bit for them, um, especially since Derrick Rose not being there. Um, but it, yeah, since since then, I think this is probably one of the more exciting trades for them. I, I'm just calling it now. I feel like there's going to be some struggles there defensively, and I, I think they got a ton of threat. Lonzo and with Caruso there being in the front playing the guards for them and obviously DeRozan as well I think is a pretty good defensive player um I I, I just feel like there might be some meshing issues I'm, I'm calling it now mainly because part of me is also scared that if they were to reach that potential all of a sudden super sane over 9,000 there there's so much there right you're, you're talking about Vucevic just the, the threat that he is and then also the way Lonzo plays setting up for this team and then DeRozan is a threat. I think he's a bigger threat shooting guard, point guard-wise. He's able to drive in for them. Same with Caruso. Um, and so 
I, I agree. There's definitely some potential there as of right now. I would probably put them below top five, maybe top six for me. Dude, and and John Webb, look, uh, your your home state, Washington, just have a has a big three now. They got Dinwiddie, they got Coos, and they got Beal. Big three, dude. I don't know. It might be good, man. That that might be sounds good. There good, is actually. there is some excitement, but if that, you're looking at the East, you know that doesn't even it doesn't even measure up. Yeah, and I can't, to, I can't believe, for, first of all, I can't believe you don't think Milwaukee has a big three. I mean, they just showed, they, they just, they just, just won the they, championship. Yeah, with injuries on the way. But anyway, look, that's the besides the point. I'm saying, what I'm saying is when you compare the big threes against Milwaukee, Nets and Miami are better. That's, that's I don't know. I'm with John Webb with this one. I, I feel like the Bucks are just going to come out swinging, man. Um. I, I feel like they were a bit underrated last season. Probably some people, obviously, when they saw the Nets signing Durant, signing um, even Blake Griffin, they, they're they stacked, right? They got Harden in there um, and now re-signing Kevin Durant. I, I can see why sometimes so at this point, like, oh, they, they still have that team. It's still going to overshadow the fact that, oh, gosh, we got the Milwaukee Bucks coming in with a championship already. Because you do have, it's not a big three for the Nets. It's a freaking big four. I, I don't underestimate Blake Griffin. He's still got talent. He's still got skill in there. He can still dunk. Um, and so I, I can see why you're thinking that way, oh, but I'm with John Webb. The, the Bucks are going to come out swinging, and they're, I think they're they're probably, in, in, probably look, in your mind, not set up for a repeat, but I can look, see them repeating. Look, look. They're not going to repeat because the Lakers are going to win. But <laughs> true, but, true. Look, okay. I can, right, I can, 100%, I'll take I it. can, I can, I can, I can, I can probably give on Miami, right? Being third and the Bucks just because of chemistry, because they just won the championship, right? Just because of the chemistry, the big three, Miami's big three hasn't really played together, right? So that's going to take a while. And, and the Bucks have been playing for a while. Um, well, you know, they had, they added holiday last year, but, um, they won a championship because of it, <laughs> right? My holiday was big, so I, I mean, I could I could see them being there at second, but the Nets are going to be number one in in the East. Uh, theoretically, if everybody was healthy, yeah. I mean, I have it like this, right? Nets, Bucks, Chicago. Get out of here! Dang it, John Webb. All right, everybody, everybody, all my friends here Nets, that are Chicago Bucks, Bulls fans, Chicago. They're all going to be John Webb Legasa fans now. Look, but, but listen, listen, I, I do understand what you're saying about um, the Washington Wizards, right? And I can't believe you, you forgot everyone we traded to them, right? You got Trez, dude. Yeah, Trez. KCP, all right, Trez, big five. KCP. Fine, big five. Um, and, and don't forget, you know, Rui Hachimura, the dude's like on the precipice of, uh, of taking a massive leap. Um, 100%. And they just drafted, you know, Corey Crispert. So you got another shooter there with them. Um, you know, KCP, Corey Crispert, Bradley Beal, uh, Spencer Dinwiddie. Um, don't forget Davis Bertans. Hopefully he remembers how to shoot this year. Uh, <laughs> and Thomas Bryant, right? He's coming back from an injury, but he was doing really well for them. Doing Thomas really well. Bryant, I wish I could get him back. Oh, yeah, that's the type. That's who we need right now. At the Lakers, if we could execute some sort of trade where we could get Tom, why why didn't we just include him in the Russell Westbrook trade huh? instead of getting the picks? Because he yeah, probably... we could give him uh, Dennis Schroeder. I don't know. <laughs> That's the well, the, 
That's true. Slip that under the rug there real quick. I don't, no I don't think Washington right? wants him. I think one of the reports said Washington doesn't want Dennis Schroeder. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Who knows, anyway. man? Who knows? I, yes, Washington does have, uh, on paper, it looks good, but it's the same concerns that Joseph was talking about. It's the meshing of all these, uh, honestly, the spacing, um, what type of plays they're going to run. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. I'm, I'm seeing a lot of screens, screen and rolls. I think, I think the Suns are going to be good again, obviously. I think, I yeah. think that. That three, right? That big, their big three, right? They have Chris Paul, Booker, and and uh, Aiton. They're they're gonna be good. They're gonna good be be good this year. Yeah, they got no Cam doubt. Johnson no back. Doubt. Yeah, I feel I feel I feel bad for for Lillard, <laughs> uh, but you know they still have he still has CJ, so they'll still be a threat. And they'll still be a contender at least, playoff contender. But um, all right, I think that does it for today, guys. Um, guys, you can you can catch us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many other listening platforms. Do us a favor and head on over to Apple Podcasts, subscribe, and give us a five star review. We'd appreciate the follows and all the reviews and help us continue to produce this show. You can also follow us on Twitter at hashtag MakerPod and on Instagram at hashtag Lakers. Guys, with that said, have a great day. Root for the Lakers, and we'll talk to you guys next time. Refrigerator, the door is closed, the lights out. Butter's getting hard, the eggs are cooling, and the jello is jiggling. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.